Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by the Marybody Online Studio. And did you know that you can get your first seven days completely free? There is no risk to join and you can cancel any time. So if you've been thinking about joining Marybody, if you want unlimited yoga, Pilates, meditation classes, anywhere, anytime, on demand, from the comfort of wherever you are, Marybody is for you, right, Emmy? Uh-huh. And, I mean, the best thing is that try it out. See what all the magic is about. Mm. See if it's for you. We know we're not for everyone. <laughs> but but if you're tuning into this podcast, we have an inkling. You might like it. Yeah, I guess the magic with Marybody is that it is totally different from any other fitness program out there. It is movement driven by self-respect, self-acceptance, and above all else, joy. So let go of that punishment, let go of that slogging away at the gym. Marybody is totally different and we can't wait for you to feel the difference. Come and join us over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash Marybody. All right, let's get into today's episode. This is episode 270 on the Get Merry podcast and we're super excited to be here today. We've just had our second coffee, so I feel like it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> so this episode is really brought to you by coffee. coffee. My God, how good. Actually, probably every episode is brought to you yeah, by coffee. Yeah, pretty sure. And everything we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> we are super fans of coffee and, you know, like it is one of those things that, yeah, you know when you've had too much have you had too much? You no. had three shots today. Yeah, but I'm great. Three shots is good. Two shots is good for me. But you used to have two it's times like, two. Sometimes I used to have six shots. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's too much. That's when you. That's the point where I get the shakes. Yeah, when you would have had three like large coffees. Because yes. now yeah. I like the I like the small. Um, yesterday, yeah, I inspired you. you did. did I went did. for a walk and I was talking to mum like as I was ordering my coffee. Yeah, and I was like, oh, one small coconut milk flat white. Mum's like, small. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, me and Emmy get small now. And she was like, I will not be getting a small. She's I like, come who even year? are my daughters <laughs> I mean, getting week. small coffees? Yeah, but now because we've been having espressos more, mm. it's like the milk is like, oh. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yes. It's like, give me the coffee. And I also found that the large would just get cold by the end, especially yeah, if I was walking. and I would just feel sick. Mm. It's like too much milky liquid. So coffee, yum. Are you in or are you out? Do you like coffee? I feel like. And like, what do you drink if you don't drink coffee? Yeah. I mean, I guess you just don't drink anything. Yeah. I mean, we have friends who like, which I always find is so interesting. You know, when you're like, let's go for coffee and you have that friend who doesn't order anything. He's looking at you, Madison, and she just gets a glass of water. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, who, even, who are like, you? Get a juice or something. Like, Madison, no. Uh, no, because I get that. Because like, then you're like, I don't even want a juice. Because yeah. like, coffee is just one of those things that, yeah, duh, you have it. If you drink it, you have yes. it. But if you don't drink 
anything mm-hmm. you get water like really yeah that's i would probably get a sparkling water if i was a non-coffee yeah drinker. or a chai but i know no because i don't i haven't been having cinnamon yeah i know i know but like if you because of my face rash that yeah. is going fyi i don't know if, if you guys have been listening and tuning in i've mentioned it a few times that i did have this weird uh perioral dermatitis on my face and it's we like, called her rash girl yeah <laughs> It's a funny joke, but it's, like, actually not funny. It's actually heartbreaking. Yeah. It did break my heart a little bit, having a big rash on my face. Taught you a lot too, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it taught me that I seriously need to do some work on some acceptance, self-acceptance. <laughs> it's like it's not about the external. Ah, oh, my face. I have a rash. No, but I did, um, yeah, it did teach me a lot, and it taught me about how the world and how we all really do emphasize our external body mm. and we pay so much attention to it. Like, you know, like if I had some internal problem, I probably wouldn't be as stressed about it. Mm. It's very true. You, you know, like you hear. You probably do have a few internal problems. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sister. <laughs> but, yeah, no, the rash is going and maybe one day I'll, like, share a post about it because it was, like, really difficult. You should definitely share a before and after photo, like, of oh the kind. And I know God. we're against before and after photos of, like, the body transformation. No, but, but you need to see this before but, and after of your face. And also because I did research myself on Google and, like, if you have perioral dermatitis, I'm going to say, like, like skip all the natural remedies, go straight to the dermatologist and they mm. will save you. Well, that's and what you did. I did. I've spent a year trying to do natural remedies, a year trying to do it in a healthy, gut-saving way, and then I went to naturopaths, I went to all the things, I did my own research, I tried to change my diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an abundance of different creams, natural and then non-natural And the non-natural cream was the first saviour. I was like, holy moly, this cream is a miracle. But then it just kept coming back and now I've gone on antibiotics and I know, gasp, antibiotics. I love antibiotics. (laughs) When you need them, like not when you don't need them, not when it's like, you know, antibiotic happy, but Mm -hmm. like, hey, if you need them for something, you do it. Mm Mm-hmm. For in my, this is my opinion, guys. My opinion. You do it, and then you do the gut healing as well. So I've been taking my probiotic mm. in the afternoon and having my antibiotic in the morning, uh, and I'll do some serious gut healing after. But mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for modern day medicine, and I'm grateful for medicine. Mm. So if there's something that is up with you and you're really like stuck, like question your beliefs sometimes and see lots of different people and yeah get second get second opinions yeah because i was like relying on one person Mm. then i was like got a second then i got a third opinion yeah just get lots of opinions yeah and then do what feels right dig deep like keep digging and like know that you are meant to be healthy and that you can be healthy and Mm. sometimes you just need a little bit of help and it's help from a different area Mm. than you might think Mm. okay that's about the rash yes that's a rash update guys (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> not about what this episode no is about which didn't really make sense that sentence but we are going to be talking about boundaries today which i know that when i first like started reading about them and hearing about them and like seeing people talk about them on instagram mm. it's like what do you mean boundary mm. <laughs> and i was really confused about them uh and i think you know as you 
start to learn about something new. And I think, you know, a similar lesson for us would be detachment. I remember when I first learned about detachment, I was like, well, what the flip? Why would we want to detach from things that we love or things that we want? Uh, So this was a similar lesson for Mm -hmm. me, like trying to figure out like what is a boundary and what do you mean? Um, And it really is quite simple when like it's super simple. But I think the stuff I was reading made it feel really not simple. It made me feel like I there was like so much more to know, but really like the whole idea of boundaries is just checking in with yourself, right? Like it, with your decisions yeah. and and who you spend time with and what choices you're making and why you're making the choices and yeah, I think it's the why. Like why are you yeah. doing what you're doing? Well, I mean like why do we set like let's okay. Why is it important to set boundaries? Mm. It's important to set boundaries to keep yourself healthy happy mm-hmm. peaceful yeah and you know all humans can overstep their own personal boundaries but i will say maybe like if i'm stereotyping women might do it more than mm. men mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not saying this is everyone i'm just saying like maybe possibly <laughs> <laughs> we're saying from our experience and from what we've seen when yeah. we've experienced yeah. you know our 30 and 30 Two years of oh life. God, I'm like overstepping my boundaries left, right, and Me center. I ca- I'm gonna, ac- I'm gonna accommodate you. I'm gonna accommodate you. I'm gonna look after you, and I'm gonna put myself last. And also, um, I'm going to worry a lot about what you do and how you do it as well. I'm gonna worry more about you. Than me. And that's called codependency. <laughs> Holy moly. And then you're like, why am I stressed all the time inside my mind? And you're like, wait a minute. I'm worrying about all this stuff that I don't need to worry about. And oh. I'm turning my back on myself. Yeah. Or why do I feel angry and resentful toward mm. this person now when I used to love them and feel mm. joy around them? Because you overstepped your boundaries. Yeah. And I think this is, you know, this is really cool. Oh, my God, I do it all the time. This like, is a cool <laughs> thing to realise though, right? Especially when you get into that stage of like, I resent you. I'm angry at you. I'm annoyed at you. And you're like, wait, I made this happen. Like, I made myself resent you. So that means I can make myself unresent yeah, you. And it's kind of like this, you know, like we're talking about often mm-hmm. intimate, mm-hmm. like your partner, relationships. And sisters. Yeah, tr- true. That happens. Like every actually, we're big... <laughs> look. I don't know about don't know us. We're like a different ballpark. Uh, but yes, I do think any any close relationship. Mm. It could be parents, parents-in-laws, mm. siblings, uh, friends. I've got another often friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also if you run a business, if you are, like, mm. really involved with your work, yeah, that's also a boundary. That is a boundary. Uh, that's a boundary. I have no idea where it exists <laughs> in my business because uh, <laughs> I've got people coming to dinner all the time with me. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just, you know, sometimes it's a compromise, sometimes yeah. depending on what project you're working on yes. or what's going on in the business. But also you have to then, if it's just a stage of the business, yeah. like, a you know, like a project, for example, our new app. Yes. I knew, okay, this new app is going to take me six to eight months. I know I'm going to be doing odd hours. And I was open about that in like my intimate relationship with Joel. Yeah. Because that's really important because if I am letting crossing a boundary in my business, it's also crossing a boundary with my other relationship yeah, yeah. or like kind of, I guess, uh, 
it's compromising it. It's it's saying, oh, sorry, like I know it's dinner time, but I just got to write back to this message. And yeah. it's saying that again and again and again. But if he knows about it, yeah. then he's okay about it. Exactly. Uh, and that's why communication is key. Mm. And really that is the most important thing when we're talking about boundaries mm. because really the hardest thing to do when we want to set boundaries is to communicate mm-hmm. our true feelings because sometimes it's like, ah, oh, like I feel really bad, like I don't want to bring conflict yeah. or I don't want to make them feel like they're annoyed at me. And it's mm-hmm. like it's all about communication and it's all all about scared of what the other person mm. is going to say. But we have to remember that really ultimately the most important person in the equation is always yourself. Mm-hmm. And to maintain those boundaries and to acknowledge what they are. And, I mean, as you always say, Carl, you have to overstep them to really know, oh, there's my boundary. And the only way to do that is to be in tune with yourself Mm -hmm. and to give yourself space and time to get in tune. And how do you do that? All different things. But you know what we do? You meditate. You Mm -hmm. do yoga. Mm -hmm. You breathe. You spend some time alone. You read Mm -hmm. a book. You connect to yourself and you check in. Like, Actually reflect for a moment. Journal. Hey, how do I feel Mm. in this aspect of my life? Mm -hmm. Huh, I don't feel too good. I'm going to bring that up and make a change. Yeah, and I think it's really important. You know, it's easier to set boundaries at the beginning, right? You know what I think is harder is when you let the boundary just go, like especially in the beginning of a relationship. I think this is really common. It's like, oh, like I'm, I'm in love and yay. Oh, my God, but everything else has just gone to the bottom of the list. And then you realize, oh, like I have overstepped that many boundaries. I need to reset them. And I've found, like I know that at the start of my relationship with Joel that I did that and I found it like really hard to then reset the boundary. But I just, I just like got awkward. Like I, I just made myself I actually do the hard I actually don't think thing. that's you. I think that's probably in most relationships, you, yeah. you don't set the boundaries and no. then you figure out, oh, shit, I lost myself yeah, yeah. a little bit or yeah. I, I I didn't pay enough attention here. Super true. And yeah. then I guess the best thing is is that you become aware of that rather than letting the relationship keep going yeah. and you just are like it becomes, you know, that expectation then. Like yeah. if you've done that always and that person's going to expect it and we've talked about this before on the podcast, like you've got to lose expectations just because they washed up last night doesn't mean they're going to do it tonight. Yeah. Make sure you're grateful, all these kinds of things. But and- that's so hard. Like, you know, that's so easy to talk about now and that's you guys are listening. Yeah, don't have expectations. But I tell you what, I have so many freaking oh expectations God, yeah. and I'm like and then really it's like your expectations – like even one for example, like it's Let's like <laughs> it's not even a big one. It's like you know you kind of just thought you were gonna hang out with someone. Oh yes, like your partner. Mm. Like you thought you were gonna do something, you and then assumed. yeah, I assumed. But you why? Thought you and me. <laughs> I did make it up. And but the good thing is, I assumed, and then I was like, he wanted to practice, do guitar practice. Yeah. He loves guitar. That's yeah. his life. And also, that's when is, like... When was this? Like, last night. Oh. But it doesn't even... It, he literally did half an hour, though. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this rose in me. I was like, oh, he just wants to practice his guitar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how dumb is this? And, like, I didn't communicate it. Mm. Like, I internalized mm-hmm. it and processed mm-hmm. it. And, like, that's a good thing because, you know, I don't want to, like, get angry about it because mm. there was no need to get mm. angry. It was just me being silly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we hung out the rest of the night. Yeah. Uh, so that to me, like, why don't you 
communicate like before it gets to the night. Yeah, but I like never remember to do that. Yeah, okay. So like that's on you. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, hey, are we gonna like spend the night? Yeah, do you wanna out? do you wanna have dinner together? <laughs> and, but we had dinner. It's like we had dinner. We yeah. still hung out and it's like why like I could have skipped that feeling though. Yeah. I could have skipped that emotional little roller coaster. But it wasn't like old Emma would have been like, oh, and like angry mm-hmm. and like gone to my room probably mm-hmm. and been a little sook mm-hmm. and like caused a fight because mm-hmm. then they would have been like, what's wrong? Oh, she's annoyed at me yeah. for this. And then he would resent me. She doesn't want me to play guitar. And yeah. like all this like storm of a BS, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was good mm-hmm. and realized. But now it's like, okay, upon reflection, now I can do better next time. Yeah, and you can see, oh, yeah, that was an expectation or an assumption. Yeah. Like one of the, like, you know, the four agreements, like don't I assume. Know. Like be, and this is what we're saying, it all comes down to communication. Don't assume that the other person is on the same page. Don't assume that they can read your mind and they know you want to yeah. hang out tonight. It's so but interesting. But it's, it's super easy to do. Of I know, it, it is, is super easy to do. It's really easy to do. Uh, we just need to get better at it, and yeah, and you you got to be bad at it to get better at it. Yeah, and then you got to have the awareness mm. and be like, hey, like I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying I could do better for him. Mm. I could do better for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't need to feel that feeling. I don't need to feel that yeah. stress. Like, and it you was fine. Instead, could have been like oh, half an hour to myself. Like, oh, excellent. Bullets. I'm gonna read my my new book that I'm reading, or I'm gonna watch that movie that I've been wanting to watch. Or do you know I'm what gonna... I did? I stretched. Yeah, or I, I did my hip- stretch. Because- I did yoga so like uh winning life was amazing exactly and that was like yeah I actually stretched last night too because Joel wanted to work on his new venture that he's doing and I was like I was kind of like oh okay you're doing that all right (laughs) I'll do what I want to do that's the thing it's like we can either when stuff like that happens it's like see the opportunity yeah let's not see the other side we literally had the same night but like I didn't I didn't do what you did. I instead played with my puppy and <laughs> did some rolling. See, that's probably good why there's a puppy. You're like, yeah. oh, but, like, I didn't – I was fast. Yeah. So, like, it was good. I yeah. stretched and mm. then I was fine. Yeah, interesting. So th- I guess that it definitely falls And in- also I kind of feel like because you, like, this is new for yes. Joel. It's like, you know, like, it's never yeah, – I'm like, great. You're like, do, do something. something. <laughs> whereas it's like, like we're both really busy. Yeah, whereas and yeah. Joel's probably on the other end usually. Yeah, I'm like, yes. oh, sorry, I'm doing this, bye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's usually two people, like there's mm. two, well, I don't know. Like I feel like there might be someone who's like, hey, like I have more free time mm. or he, they have more free time mm. and it's like it's this balance. Yeah, it's so true. And it's really important, I believe, in relationships to have your own mm. thing and your own life mm. separately and independently mm. and then you can come together and share the magic. So true. And, yeah, God, that's another episode mm. though. So let's go back to boundaries, which this all falls into boundaries because, you know, one of Damiano's boundaries was he wants to play his music yeah, and he doesn't want to cross that boundary because he knows that he wants to practice. And I don't want him to cross and it you either don't because to, then it's you like... love yeah. that about him. I, well, that's why one of the reasons why I like him, mm. love him. And then it's also like that is him. Mm. And then what's he going to do if I keep like demanding more time? Yeah. He's going to resent me mm. because, like, yeah, if someone's demanding me of my time and I stop my yoga practice or my Pilates practice or whatever, my yeah. business, 
I'm going to be freaking angry. I'm going to walk out the door. Yeah, first I'll be angry. <laughs> and I'll be angry. I'll be angry at myself. I'll be angry at them. Yeah. But this is why we set boundaries. Yes. And this is why we need to communicate them mm. so we don't hurt the people we love. I think that's also a really great, another great example, um, the yoga and Pilates practice. I think this is an awesome example of where we can cross boundaries. Ooh. Like where, you know, you might have this routine before you meet someone. Oh or you God. might um, – like anyone, like we're not just talking intimate. Like it could be a new friend. It could be it could be a new job. Yeah. Uh, and you know you've got this routine. You love it. It makes you feel so good. It brings you energy. It brings you focus. You feel so productive because of this amazing thing that you do, uh, whatever it is for you. For me, it's yoga, Pilates, meditation. Uh, and then something new comes into your life and it's demanding of you, like a puppy, like a puppy. <laughs> oh, everyone, if you want to get a puppy, don't forget you will not be able to meditate ever again <laughs> no you can when they sleep you just have to change your time you just have to let go and have no surrender uh you know routine anymore uh so you've got this routine you like it and then suddenly you start to bend for it maybe you stop going yeah because like oh you want to go out for dinner oh okay yeah i'll come for dinner oh like you want me to go there yeah i'll do that yeah definitely i'll do that and then suddenly you don't go anymore to this thing that you absolutely love that made you feel so good and you're wondering why you feel like poo I know. <laughs> and, like, how many times have we all done this? Like, everyone raised their hand. Oh, yeah. Boom. So many times. So, again, like... But it, I'm going to say, this time around, I've done so good. Yeah. And, and this I, is what happens with experience of yes. many relationships. Or not many. Like, mm-hmm. Not that many. But, like, you know, of doing it multiple times. Yes. And then it's like, hey, because I feel like this relationship has been the best one that I've been in for boundary setting. Mm. Like, it was really slow and... Um, like he had big boundaries mm-hmm. and it may it was good because I was like, okay, this really allows me to like stay true to my mm-hmm. boundaries. Uh, then like we moved in and like obviously I crossed <laughs> my boundaries. Um, but, yeah, it's so interesting. I don't even know where we were going. You were just saying it's, that you've been the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's cool to like realise Yeah, that. and sometimes you need experience in order to be better at things yeah. and I think that makes sense. You know, as you practice, you progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can practice crossing our boundaries and then coming back. Do don't... you think as well though, Carl's like there's another thing, the other side of it. So like you might have these boundaries that are like there because you're scared mm-hmm. and it's like you just – keep building and building these massive walls and you're like, I'm not going to cross my boundary Uh because I'm too scared of getting hurt again. Totally. And I can totally relate to that that as well. And, I mean, that might have been why this was so slow because I was like, I'm so sick of being hurt. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to, like, protect my heart. And then I think this comes to the other side of it where we use them as excuses. Yeah. Like, That's, again, we have to check in, like, is it actually a boundary or is this made up? And let's also go back to the yoga Pilates or whatever it might be for you, whatever routine. And we're kind of talking about exercise here. Like, sometimes we are, like, doing it, doing the thing that we think we love. We're doing it too much. Like, we're into overload. And this is totally me. I remember I used to do, like, 16 classes a week. Carla, you... I would count with my hand. I'm like, I did 16. That's amazing. I'm amazing. Great. And that, like, is just so part and of, like, your old toxic, <laughs> yeah. like, addiction yeah, to, like. Totally. And, like, then when I would do, like, under 10, I'd be like, <gasps> see, I didn't <laughs> even know about this. Yeah. And so then I would freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, I did under 10. I better do, like, 18 next week. Uh, so, wow. So I think we can also be, like, 
oh, maybe this relationship is teaching me how to let go of this. Because I feel like I really have learned to let go of that attachment. This is a coming to attachment of that boundary. Yeah. Like I'm attached to that boundary. So we've also got to you, see. You were so uptight. I was so like, no, I'm not going for dinner because I'm going to yoga. Like, <laughs> Like, and then duh. I was, yeah, or like, no, I have to go to bed early because I'm waking up at 5 a.m. Oh, my God, that tomorrow. was so me. And that's this year we've, like, COVID mm-hmm. and all life kind of, like, turning mm-hmm. upside down and routines changing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I love about this year because mm-hmm. it's made me so much more less attached to my routine, which, like, I know I love routine, but also, like, it can change. Be flexible yeah. and, and also, let go. I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. and go. And, like, I don't have to wake yeah. up that early. It's, like, it's oh. like I can work out at 6.45 or 7 and it's, like, utter bliss. Yeah, exactly. You enjoy it more. You're actually more in your body. Yeah. Like, you feel more present and, and I can you're able stay to up. work your muscles better. I can better. stay up a little bit later and, like, mm. spend time with people yeah. and, like, do stuff. And not worry. Yeah. About and, your sleep. And then it's like, you know, some nights maybe I will get a little bit less sleep, but it's like one night here mm-hmm. and there, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there's also you have to, like, if you're, you have a boundary, like, check in, like, with the reason why you have it. Like, mm. is it actually because you, like, you need this? Is this, is this, yeah. is this aligned with your heart, with everything that you believe in? Or are you attached to a boundary because you think you have to have it? Because you have to not cross that boundary. And for me, yeah. That was that was totally yeah. me. I was like, this is my boundary. I have to go do this many hours of exercise a week and you cannot make me not do this. Well, I feel like because, you know, there's I guess there's like different parts of us and we can all tune into the sides and relate in some aspect, I think. So there's a part of us that is uptight mm-hmm. with many things. For you and for me, it was like food choices, mm-hmm. exercise. Like I was really uptight about that. And mm-hmm. that's like the history of our past. Yeah. Like, Hands no, up. I have to do that exercise. I have to eat this way. Yeah. I can't eat pasta. What do you mean you're going to cook pasta? What do you mean it's going to be not gluten-free? Like mm-hmm. I'm gluten-free. Uh And it's like, you know, these big things <laughs> like would cause so much anxiety and, you know, then you're like, you'd step over your boundary mm. and you realize, hey, I survived. <laughs> hey, actually, that was fun. Yeah. Hey, I feel really good. Yes. Yeah, some- and then it makes you kind of reevaluate. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying then you go and, like, overstep your boundary every day. It's yeah. like, but you know what? Every blue moon, every now and again, yeah. how about you just relax? I think that's really interesting. I think so – we can see like these pros and cons of boundaries and that's with everything. There's like dark and light, uh, night and day, mm. moon, yin solar, and yin and yang. Like there's always these two energies that come with everything. Like even when you look at like the flame of a candle, like it's not just hot. Like you see with like it's not just hot and moving and everything. There's also a stillness to the flame. Like the real centre yeah. of the flame is like it's hot, yeah, but it's still yeah. Like it's not moving. It's not getting bigger. So there's always like these two opposing things where we can look at one thing and be like, ah, that's a really good thing. And then we can look at another thing and be like, the same thing, sorry, and be like, oh, that's actually a really bad thing. And this is what I've come to realize with this conversation is boundaries. Like they're good and they're bad. Like they can they can really be amazing and make you stay true to yourself, but then they can also 
make you miss out on magic. Yes. and If the, you're so yeah. attached to not overstepping them. Well, it's like, I mean, I've, we've mentioned this before on the podcast many times or maybe twice or maybe it's just in conversations. It's like Eat, Pray, Love in the mm. movie. Like when they, you fall in love, mm-hmm. it's okay to lose balance. Yeah. It's okay to lose balance for love. And that same thing. Talk- I, and here's another one. Uh, when you start a business or when you have a project mm. that's really important to you, it's okay to lose balance. Just yes. communicate to your people who are involved and... And who it will so impact? True. It's like, like I imagine, especially mums out there. Okay, you have kids, you have a partner, you have a household, you have all the list of things that you do—a million and one mm-hmm. things every day. I'm sure. And then, hey, I want to start a business or I want to start a project. Mm-hmm. Like that would be hardcore because, mm-hmm. like, people rely on you, and like it's been this way for how many mm-hmm. years? But you really want to do this. This mm. is truly important to your heart and I believe your health and your fulfillment mm-hmm. in life and you are worthy and you deserve to pursue your dreams and whatever is in your heart. So you must communicate to the people involved mm. and, like, explain the boundary. But it's like you have to you have to do that. You have to make a change mm-hmm. even though, like, it's really important to look after the other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really important to make that change. Yeah. And that can be really hard, I would imagine. Mm. To make a change, you've been doing it this long for how many t- years or whatever. It's like, yeah. whoa. And it's sometimes, and I, I get that, and I, I can kind of almost, not really, relate to it with this puppy, right? Like, it's this thing that I have to look after. Yeah. And, like, me and Joel got it together. And I can see the maternal instinct in me just wants to look after it completely. Like, just, I'll do everything. Like, let me yeah. do it. I'll do it all. Like, and I can, I can, like understand that probably mothers feel that way like this is mine like this is my baby I'll look after it I'll do a better job yeah (laughs) you make the dinner like that Uh uh-uh that's wrong like you didn't mix it right like the the rice is still like got clumps he doesn't like it like that oh my god (laughs) are you serious (laughs) no I don't say it I see it and I think it and then I'm like no I'm very grateful that Joel has made his dinner and I haven't made his dinner tonight but I think it's like again in the beginning of something it's like letting go of that yeah. responsibility and 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 allowing for the help because yeah. sometimes we think we have to do it all and we can do it better. and we can do it better and that I should do this and I should do that yeah and then you just need to sometimes allow the help because sometimes we don't allow the help like I can oh my see God. myself do that I do that I we I definitely do yeah. that you definitely do that yes. lots like and so. I can really understand how easy it would be to just take it all on. Yeah, and then, like, and you'd be really generous. Like, you're just a giver. Like, you're a natural giver. You give, 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 give. And the last person you give to yourself, um, I really messed that monologue Mm. up. The last person you give to is yourself. Mm. And that's really sad. Yeah, when it should be at least tied for top. (laughs) Yeah, you wrote (laughs) about that. At least tied for top. Come on. Maybe a second. Like, come on, put yourself up there. You deserve it. Uh, so I, you need it. You need it. You don't deserve it. You need it. So true. I take back. I take it back. Delete the word deserve. Need. So I think I totally understand where you're coming from, Emma, with what you're trying to tell, what you're trying to, like, put yourself in the shoes of a mother. Like, my God, hats off, right? Hats off. 
and to the fathers too, but mothers especially, hats off because you push that baby out or, you know, however it came out of you or however yeah. you, it came into your arms. Yeah, like whatever, yeah. whatever, however, however, however it, it is yours. Um, it's a huge responsibility and, of course, you want to do all that you can and it would be really hard to then be like, actually, I'm going to give less time to you and I'm going to put a little bit more time yeah, here. Yeah, and I think as a woman... I can really feel the hardship and the heartbreak it would or the resentment later mm. in life if you don't follow yeah. the stuff you really want to follow. I mean, we've seen it with our older friends yeah. who have had kids mm-hmm. and, you know, they loved being a mum and they love like, they love their kids. Of course they do. But they didn't have the time to mm. pursue their dreams. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is not... This is not uh, new news. Like, this is our history, right? Like, this is our history. Yeah, it's very, very true. So, And this is why it's like the, the feminism fight is still a fight mm. because, of course, it won't be equal until, like... It's equal. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's what they say. It won't be equal until the parental roles are equal. Yeah. And, and is that even possible? I don't even in know. In every household. In every household. Yeah, wow. Like that's what it is, really. Uh, so, interesting. Cool. But if there is a change you want to make, it is possible to, yes. like, change the boundary. And it might but be. communication is the most important thing. Exactly. And it might mean that, you know, it's not an overnight change. It might mean like, okay, communication and it might take a month to Mm. get into the rhythm of it. But it's worth it. It might be a really small thing like, you know, every Saturday for three hours I'm going to do this. It could be like as simple as that because as I was saying before with routine, we can get into these routines where it's like we just do the same thing every, every week. Yeah. And we can think that's really difficult to like add something new in or change something around, but it's definitely possible. I think start small. Like yeah. start with a small step and then see what happens. And gosh, as you said before, Carlos, and we mentioned communication is mm. everything. Mm-hmm. And I want to put it out there. If you feel like you're a bad communicator, especially with your – you know, the people who matter, mm-hmm. your most closest relationships, it's just a practice. Mm-hmm. Like I feel awkward too sometimes. I get really like I find it hard yeah. to communicate. You would be surprised, right? I like to talk here. Yeah. It's like I should just send them my podcast. Be like, so this was about you. <laughs> All of the examples. How uh, funny. Please discuss. I think a really good way of doing it is writing it down first, Ooh, like writing down idea. what you want to say. And even taking that piece of paper with you. Yeah, just that's to like a good idea. Be like, you know, and, you know, saying it, you know, I'm struggling to kind of, I have something important I want to share yeah. with you, but I actually feel really awkward about it. I feel a bit scared. I feel vulnerable. Isn't that what yeah, um, Brene yeah. Brown would say? Like, didn't she say this? I can't remember. I think like she just got, like Someone said, that. said that. Like, you know, um, like I actually feel scared right now. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, I feel scared that, about what you might think about what I'm about to say. Uh, so I'm just gonna say it and see what happens. And then if you've got written it, got it written down, I think that is a really good thing to do because sometimes when you are talking about a really difficult thing, you can forget really important factors, yeah. and then you can think back, why didn't I say this or why did I say it like that? And you can also avoid unnecessary conflict as well. And if the other person like is butting in or like you know giving you answers or trying to like cut you off, like again, like that's a really important thing to say. I'm going to like speak 
until I'm finished and I'll tell you when I'm finished and then we can discuss because yeah. I think, like, I mean, you do this all the time, Emma, Yeah, but we're used to it, uh, talking over each other and getting our points across anyway, but <laughs> I don't recommend it. Unless you've had a sister relationship of 30 years, then you can do it. Uh, <laughs> so I would just, I would say, like, can I finish and then can we discuss? Because, yeah. again, I just need this space to tell you exactly how I'm feeling yeah. or exactly what I need. Oh, my God. It's um, a good advice, sister. Good and advice. hard, easy to say, hard to do. But also I think the writing down thing, then it, like, puts you in this space of, like, yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> and, like. Yeah, even, like, stand up in front of them and present it to them. Yes. Here's my <laughs> here's presentation. My, my keynote presentation. <laughs> I've made a PowerPoint as well. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's really doable, actionable advice. And, you know, it's life-changing advice as well, mm. really. Because I tell you what, when we have open communication, life is so much better and it allows relationships to thrive. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. And you can also use that piece of advice in not even in like, you know, when you've written down and you've got something important to bring up. In everyday conversations, if you find yourself being cut off by other people Mm. in like the meeting room or just like within friendships, yeah. Like, just say, oh, can I just finish what I was saying? <laughs> yeah, do it. And report back. Tell us what happened. Do you mind if I just finish? I wasn't, because I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't finished. And you just cut me off and completely changed the subject. It's like, yeah, excuse me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Feisty. I like it. I like it. So I like this conversation because me too. the reason why I love it is we started off with something that we thought we understood and then we realized when we unpacked it we really saw the two sides Mm. of how like these can bring so much goodness but also we need to check in just in case we haven't attached ourselves too much to them i like it a lot just in case and it just really again once again it shows the importance Mm. of being connected to yourself Mm -hmm. having Mm self-awareness Uh, reflecting not for too long, but, you know, like just having those moments mm. of self-reflection and, and checking in, hey, am I happy? Mm-hmm. Like am I doing what I'm – am I doing what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Am I living like I want to live? Mm. Like does it feel good in my heart? Is it aligned to my heart? Mm. And we're talking about that this month in Mary Body Online Studio. The theme is alignment. alignment. And this is what, you know, like having these – themes and discussions and and just like little things to talk about often mm-hmm. like it really helps i think like so. Wait, like i know so yeah it's like when we discovered attachment and we talked about detachment it's like oh i fully grasp it mm. i fully understand it you know we're humans we're meant to continue our learning mm. we're meant to continue our developing like we don't just finish school and that's it done like, mm-hmm. this is our opportunity to learn and keep growing and get more connected to ourselves and, and you know, feel our perspective shift. Like, isn't that cool when mm-hmm. you can, like, see something and understand it clearer? Like, that's amazing. Or when, like, something you thought was so true. I know. Then it's completely changed. I love the moments like that. I'm always like, wow, I see this for what it is. And then you're like, who was that old version yeah. of me? Like, it's how? It's super cool. It's super, super cool. It's pretty, like, and everyone, like, round of applause if you can, Mm. like, resonate with that because Mm -hmm. not, I know, lots of people don't live like that. all of us are seekers. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are seekers. You guys are seekers. And, like, Uh, 
like just seers and philosophers like you're all philosophers of like life i mean Mm. you don't we don't have to read the grateful we can Mm. if we want but you don't have to like you can just be your own life philosopher it's just about being curious yeah like oh why do i think that what is that about being interested Mm, interesting uh and so i think we'll end with so boundaries are a good thing also it can be a bad thing boundaries can also change Yes, you can change. You can change. Them. You're allowed to You're change. You're allowed. Like, and this is where the attachment thing comes in. So just remember, like, just because you have a boundary now doesn't mean it has to be a boundary forever because life changes. And if you have no boundaries, you can welcome them in. Yeah. And you probably do. You just don't know what that – you just didn't know. Yeah. Like, I know – or, like, you've overstepped them all. And you're like, whoops, let me go back to them. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> There was one. Oh, this cool. was fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, super fun episode. If you have comments, questions, feedback, or just want to chat, hit us up in our Instagram DMs. Probably the best place because yeah. I find the Facebook private message really confusing. Them. I'm I've noticed that I missed a few. So yeah, yeah, hit, I wrote back to them. Yeah, today. hit us up on Instagram at the Merry Maker Sisters, or you can email us personally, Carla or Emma at themerrymakersisters.com and tell us your thoughts. And otherwise... Yeah, start a conversation with us. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, we'll chat to you next week. If you didn't uh, listen to last week's episode, it was a meditation. It was about a six-minute meditation. It was really beautiful. Go ahead and go back to that one and do it. it's nine minutes, isn't it? Oh, nine-minute meditation. I feel really like nice it. meditation. It's so beautiful. It's like uh, a way to welcome more love. Mm into your body and your mind yes. and your heart space yes. it connects it's you to gratitude you feel like uber gra- grateful for everything mm-hmm. uh more grounded it's a very extremely beautiful love field guided meditation mm. enjoy mm, delicious okay bye bye My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.